We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Uh, it's just me, Boss, and Tim today. Nick's not yeah, here. Yay! Yeah. All right. Oh. Yeah, Y'all haven't been... All right. See, I'm a fan of the And this has turned into a guitar now? Yo, it's not for nothing, I've been going around my apartment lately and playing air instruments, and it's been driving my fiance fucking crazy. Wait, why are you doing I that? I can see why. I don't know. I, it's, it's like my You're new thing. You're just overall an annoying person, everyone. At, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's a bad... It's a, when I was a kid, I used to annoy the shit out of my little brother, too. I think it's a big brother thing. Like yeah, if you're maybe. a big brother, you're just naturally annoying in some ways. Yeah, I'm sure I've annoyed a listener or two out there. Oh yeah, I'm, <laughs> sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you have. You know, it's crazy. Me and Joe are the littlest ones of word. four too. Oh word, I'm the you're oldest. You're the oldest of four. of four. Yeah, and I'm the oldest in this room because I'm I'm just old in general. Yeah, you're the oldest 30, of us dude. four too. Yeah, I'm so I'm so the BM four. Wait, are you thirty? Yeah, I'm thirty now. Yeah, you're thirty. Damn, you're bro. old. Remember bro. we were just young little kids running around fucking Brooklyn. Nah, bro, you still got some years. Drunk. You're 30. No, nah, yeah, I got years. Yeah, you got years. I, when but, you're 40, though, I'm not sticking up for you. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, that's an nah, old man. No, nah, do you know what it is? I got years, but I got years with responsibilities now. Um, like, there's no there's no avoiding it. I have signed up for responsibilities for the rest of my life. Unless I want to be homeless or something. Well, shit. you are. Yeah, you're you're engaged, so. Yeah. Now I, I have, still think you have, like. Why are we diving into Tim's, like, I life? Don't know. <laughs> you have, like, two more years of, like, I can kind of be Bro, a dick. my guy Tim is out every Sunday on that casino field. Snagging passes, batting right. them down. All day. I'm, I'm about to play softball, too, for the first time Let's in my life. Let's go. Yo, I want to do that so bad. I love Are softball. You guys, do you guys really want to play? We'll talk about this, but I'm trying to get, like, a team together. We need some guys. When do you play? Doubleheaders every Sunday. Damn, can in I the drink? morning. Yes. Yeah, is it like drink. super competitive or like It's competitive but you could also drink. No, 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 I'm saying like Of course you can drink. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'll drink whatever fuck yeah. I want. I'm shit. No, but uh is it like like are people going to wear eye black and shit? You know what I'm saying? Maybe. I don't know. Like That's I know great. this one guy like he takes it real serious. That's what I mean. Are people Pe- going to be like, "Oh, come on, man. You're supposed to fucking round second." 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, people take it serious. That's part of it, you know? Nah, sure. I mean, you are trying to win at the end of the day. It's not nah. like you're there to drink beers and fun drop competitive balls. is different than like, yo, when we go play football on Sundays, though, we're not having fun. We're like, I'm trying to kill this. It's thing. fun, though, too. That's what I'm saying. So we're trying to... Hold on. I got something for you, though. My fiance's uncle has another softball league Yeah. that doesn't have teams. It's just guys join the league and then the guys show up every Sunday. They split up teams. It's trash. And that's what they nah, do. I'd want to play. See, that's that. not competitive. Yeah, that's, that's not yeah. like that's But not I'm doing that, I'm doing that this Sunday actually just to get my swing in order. Cuz I haven't played I've never played softball. Bro, I haven't swung a swang in so long. <laughs> Got hit the cages, bro. It's baseball yeah. season, baby. I was a baseball coach. I was a bad hitter so. always, bro. Like I, I was trash. Too. I mean, I could hit a softball. I'm a like, perennial you weren't single trash. hitter. Hitter? Yeah. I was trash. Nah, boss, you were not trash. I was trash. Bro, I boss was, is boss is under underrating himself. I was a rare I was Ray Ardonias. Boss was a solid number six hitter. Yeah. Like solid. Singles hitter. That's all nah, I ever I had was in me. Easily a seven slot. Zero pop. I was in the seven slot. I want to join the humble party, but you know I'll bad at cleanup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying Tim saying. would hit like two seventy, but would pop. <laughs> I would, nah, I would Tim bat, had pop. I would bat like like Gary Sanchez last year without the home runs. Like you were better than me. <laughs> Yeah, that's bad, Joey. Don't sell yourself that short. Gary Sanchez was abysmal last year. Yeah, that was yeah, bad. Yeah, he bet like a one seven. Like, yeah. Nah, you're better than that. Yeah, <laughs> better no, than that. Yeah, I would never bet. Like, I was. There's no two thirty would be high. Like I would bet. Like, I mean, despite Joey's bad batting average, he was a perennial trash talker. Oh yeah, I'll get in your fucking head. Like in center field, he was chirping. Everyone I'm worth at, it just for that. To that's be that's. But that's the type of team. That's always the type of team that I brought, and that's that's the type of team that it has to be. Like I'm like Sean. I was a first baseman. I'm like Sean Casey over there. Nice, the mayor. I'm ch- I'm chirping, I'm chirping <laughs> all Yo, day. Just, yeah, I don't stop. What did you make your guy in MLB the show? The heart and soul, because that's who you'd be. Like you know what I'm saying? Uh, or are you the Maverick? Because the Maverick is a little nah, like nah. Ho- Jose Ma- Santiago is my MLB <laughs> no, but, the show character. Yeah, you know those player types you had to pick though. Your yeah, real yeah. name. It was like lightning nah, rod. I, I picked captain. That's whack. That'd be I the know. last one I think. No, you'd no, be. but I, I did captain, heart and soul, and then Maverick. Yeah, I didn't leave. I oh, left so lightning rod. You could too. pick three. Like you have like whatever the main one I picked. But it, my highest one right now is the heart and soul one, because they have like the dopest like perks on it. Yeah. But my guy Jose Santiago, the guy fucking plays center field, hits bombs. Not that many bombs, but has I'm a off good, to a has terrible a good start. Average. I just got drafted though by the Yankees. I got drafted by the Yankees as well. Because <laughs> I told my coach, I was like, "Oh no, fucking yeah, Yankees, coach." Yeah, <laughs> they go, "Who do you want to play for?" Am I going with the Yankees? Yeah. I'm on the rail rotors or the fuck. The rail riders, bro. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, some of those fucking minor league team names are so fucking stupid. Yo, my my name is Nick. Oh, my name is Slick Nick. But when I walk up, they say Nick, and there's no Devito. That's my last name. It's, so it's the bro, like I'm the bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nick the bro. Nick the bro. Nick the bro. Um, yeah, that game is fire. Uh, I think I, I think I'm betting like 310 right now. No big deal. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right, let's move forward here. We got some NFL news. Going to update you guys on what's going on. Uh, first thing, Russell Wilson mm. wants a new deal. Says he wants it by the fifteenth. Coming up, what's today? Like the Eleven days. Yeah, yeah, today's the fourth. You're it's gonna like listen o- to this. OTA star, right? I it's did like also read activity, that he. Activity. Yeah, I did also read that he's not gonna hold out. He would be stupid too. I, I mean, I read that he wants thirty-three and a half million dollars. That's like the the over under number because that's what Rodgers gets per year. Yeah. So like, it is, it is. You know, I, if you're the Seahawks, are you giving Russell Wilson that money? How old is Russell Wilson? 31. I'd probably give it to him. Yo, Russ is nice. You have to give it to him. Yeah. And Whatever like, yo, he wants, you have to give it Even him. if you match the highest, like, Russ is one of those quarterbacks that I think you match the highest. 
And then as the years go on, it doesn't look as bad. <coughs> like he's not paid like he's not the best quarterback in the league. Yo. But he should be paid as it today because that's how, you know what I'm saying? How the deals work. It's like after however many years it would be. Right. Like next up. Yeah, next up. Yeah. Makes Yo, sense. Let's be honest, that. though. Russell Wilson was the only reason why the Seahawks were even relevant. Like, no one thought they were competing last year. Hell no. I think all those years. That's what I'm saying. Well, nah. They had a phenomenal defense those Well, years, yeah, but their, all those years. their offense was who? Like, Marshawn Lynch was good, yeah. But, like, yo, those receivers were just like. It's just been Doug Baldwin. He clearly carried the squad. And Tyler Lock. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yo, he adds a dimension to that's any what offense. I'm saying. Like, any team. He could run that ball, dude. Like, he's just, he's great. He extends plays. And he's only 30. Yeah, at 31 30. Which we just went over is still young. He still has years. <laughs> <laughs> so but no, no, So 30 is young in people years, but in, that, in your athletic <laughs> career, is 30 that young? I mean, for quarterbacks. For quarterbacks, it's it says, That's me. why I, I think, think you still have seven years. It's, yeah. it's different for him, though, because if you look at his metrics, he's so much better on the run and outside of the pocket where he gets to create for himself rather than being in the pocket. And I'm, this is not to say that he can't create that as his new identity as he gets older kind of like how a power pitcher reinvents himself you're kind of watching steven strasburg today he didn't top over 93 but he pitched a gem against the mets two years ago he's averaging 96 97 right. he came out as a 101 mile an hour guy so he's reinvented himself and you could say russell wilson has a a chance to reinvent himself that way but when you're that short it's hard it's hard to see longevity there so if you're the Seahawks, you're taking a risk because you don't have that. You don't have anything to compare it to because Breeze was always a pocket passer, and Doug Flutie, yeah, he had he had successful seasons when he was that short and that mobile, but he wasn't making thirty three million dollars a year. I don't. Know, I'm gonna disagree with you though. I think I do see longevity there because he doesn't run right. He's not. He doesn't take hits. He's one of the smarter like quarterbacks in the league in terms of that. In terms of like you know his running ways. Like back in the day, you see like RG three. He used to take hits all the time. Andrew Luck take hits, you know, hits. It's like Russell Wilson don't take hits. Like he's smart with his running. So I think his elusive ways or his running out to extend plays, you know, I think that will last. I yeah. can see longevity in that. Yeah, I also think it's like an instinct as well, like moving in the pocket, like but, kind of what Rodgers does. I mean, he can move too, but it's more so he dances in that pocket and makes people get blocked. You know, and like that's sort of the sort of thing that. You see from Russell Wilson as well. So I think even if his legs go a little bit, he's still one of the most mobile quarterbacks in the league. And he's just a smart guy. Like like Boss says, he doesn't take hits. It's like an instinct thing. And he could throw the ball. I, I think he's just like, I think he's he'll be fine. He's the hardest worker in the room in every room he's in too. Yeah, and honestly, even if you take away his running ability, he's still a good pocket-passing quarterback. Do you think the rumors happen him to the Giants in order to Ciara. make this happen? Ciara, sorry. Yeah, in order to like push this a little bit. <laughs> um, oops, I fought it. <laughs> I used to always say that. Yeah. Yeah, it was oops, I flaunted. Strut my stuff and yes, I flaunted. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yes, I fought it. Yeah. Everyone. It's like, yeah, she farted. No, she but, definitely uh, said that, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I would suck a fart right out of there. <laughs> We said, what do you think Russ does? All day. Um, no, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's like planted. I don't think you need any more incentive to to pay Russ. Like, dude, you want Sky to be your quarterback. Anyone would have him on their team. And I think a couple teams would drop their starting quarterbacks that are like productive for Russell Wilson. Like, I think he's that good. What do you What do you think his like term is though? Because I want to I'm gonna call a Bart Scott real quick because I was listening to the fan. They were talking about this as well. He said he thinks they should give him an eight-year deal. Nah. Yo, what was the last time anyone touched an eight-year deal? Nobody. Especially not in the Yo, no quarterback. NFL. Like, I'm trying to... Like, no, Andy in baseball, Dal they get eight all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah, not in the NFL, though. Not in the NFL, no, I know, that's I know. what I mean. Andy Dalton got six years. 
And that's like the longest con- like Kirk Cousins was the free agent. He got three. I don't. I think it would be better. Although for his the money was guaranteed. I feel like it would be a better deal for the Seahawks because let's be real, thirty-three million is not going to be the same amount of money in eight years. But yeah, like I'm not. talking about. But what's the term going to be though? I think it'll be four. I would. I think four is a safe number. I if I'm the Seahawks, I would give him an eight-year deal. I wouldn't even think about it. I wouldn't hesitate. I'd say you want ten. Yeah, take ten. Like honestly, because that he's so, gonna be a bargain at that point. So if you do it, but you gotta front load it and then make him cuttable after like six or seven years. So nah, you don't have to I would do the opposite. Year. I would do the opposite. I would I would just make it straight. Why would you even. backload money for the like? Because what you think would be the worst years? Yo, of the, the NFL is only going up. It's only going forward. Yeah, but why would you back it? Because and I he, uh, I'm gonna I have more saying. cap space and thirty three million dollars is gonna be less in terms of inflation. He would point. never do that. First of all, Russell Wilson. He right. wants his money. Yeah, not only that, but like. I think at that point it would be harder so I'm saying, to trade was, him, and you can't cut him. Yeah, it would be harder to trade him if he's like, "Yo, I got to pay him 33, but he's worth fucking." And no one in their first year in their Congress, but yeah, I'll take eight million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, was, I think if if you pay him up front for his money, it's like, okay, we're paying him now. That's whatever. what I'm saying. And Make you're him gonna get the best years out of him, and after then you're gonna like get year six or year seven, yeah, you, and you get him on a super duper bargain. I would keep it short though. I would I would make it like a four year and then. Yeah, four Similar or five. to Kirk Cousins, like heavily guaranteed. I think yeah. four, Most of the four money. or five years is probably what he'll get. Eight is kind of insane. That's too much. You don't want a 38-year-old mobile quarterback. And, if you're, and again, if you're Russell Wilson, you want to hit free agency again when you're 35, 34, right. 35. Right, when you still have years in free, right. still, potentially. Right. Yeah, because you can get another four-year deal. And at right. that point, you'll probably get paid more. Yeah. And the Giants fans, will probably unless, unless they hit on a quarterback, they'll probably still be clamoring him four years from now. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'll take him. I know you will, Joe. It's a sad, it's a sad, it's sad out there in Giants land right now, man. But but do you think there's a chance that because it is rumored that Sierra like wants to move her, be closer to her businesses? You know, obviously metropolitan areas booming with business. Do you like think that's playing into his head, like consideration at all? Like, yo, if I don't get this deal by April fifteenth, I'm out, and I'm highly considering New York. I mean, there is a certain amount of dick swing that comes with the amount of money you're making, and when you have a wife that's a multi platinum selling artist now. She probably doesn't own her masters, so she probably isn't seeing as much residual stuff as like you would see. But she got money, so if she needs to move her businesses because it would make the family a little better off, then she's gonna have a compelling argument. On the other hand, if you're in Seattle making thirty-three million dollars a season plus endorsements, and you're Russell Wilson and you're bringing in like fifty, sixty mil, then Sierra can't tell you shit, bro. That, what? She Happy can't. wife. Happy life. I mean, yeah, happy. Do you know what makes a wife happy? Sixty million dollars a year. <laughs> ah, so sixty million a year. That would make a husband happy too. Hey, bro, you seen I, the ride video? I would move to New York. <laughs> <laughs> New York's all right, bro. Yo, Yo the ride video was like ten years ago. Give a fuck. She's still fire though. It's timeless. Yo, yeah. would you throw in a trade offer too? Like, if they can't get this extension done by April fifteenth, if you're the Giants, are you considering? Yes. If I'm the Giants, I'm like, Yo, first take, of all, I have to be heavily loaded. Take our one. Take our one, our six overall, and our seventeen overall, and then take our one this year, and then take two number twos. Like wait, I would throw wait, wait, the wait. house at them. So the two you ones. You just said four year. ones. Two, three ones and two twos for Russell Wilson. The one next year. One next year. The, the two, two ones one. this year. Yes, for an offense with Russell Wilson and Saquon Barkley on it. Damn, and you would that would. And, and you'd think he'd resign because of Sierra's, like you know, little, right? That she wants to be here. But Dave Gettleman is just like... I'm just saying, like, what if he bounces after this year? He could. Who? That'd be a... F- Russell Wilson. Russ. He's only on that one-year deal. 
Oh. I feel like you have to make that trade knowing there's an extension in place. Of course. With, for the Giants? Yeah. No, I'm t- I thought you were talking about the Seahawks. He might bounce next year with the Seahawks. Like the Seahawks. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they don't give him an extension, and they're in talks. Like, there's been reports that they're talking and that there's progress. But if they don't get him signed, like, he's going to hit the market. And you see what the market's like for these quarterbacks. Like, Nick Foles, he only had one suitor, and it was Jacksonville. And he still got $22 million a year. Still. Yeah. Even though he was, it was only one team... Because the team was just like, if we don't give our quarterback $20 million a year, what does that say to our team? Yeah. that And he's Nick Foles. Like, no disrespect. You did great things. But you ain't you ain't no Russell Wilson, dog. Yeah, and I don't like, know. I was just in Philly. And I was like, all I heard was Big Dick Nick. I'm, of course. And, like, I mean, they love that dude. He's a folk hero. To no hero. end. He, he also threw more interceptions than touchdowns in his last season. Also won them a ring, my G. Sure, but, like, that's. Yo, if someone wins you a ring, you remember them for life. Hell yeah. Of course. I mean, of Statue life. Yes. So, what would be the play for Seattle? Seattle would, uh, even if they extend Russ, they could trade him to New York. Oh no, nah, no! Nah. I was thinking about trading before, like if they can't extend. If him. they can't extend, them. if they if they can extend them, they he, because they, then they, they lose him for nothing, anywhere. most likely at the end of the year. I would think, just like. Well, do you think they would extend him and then trade him for nah. first round picks and try to get? No, nah, they keep him. Like if they Trevor extend Lawrence them. or something. No, nah, I think they keep him. I'm just trying to work out all the kinks here. Joe's just trying to get him to it. Yeah, the I'm just blue. trying to get right. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Uh, what else we have? The AAF folded. Honestly, I didn't watch the snap. Did not, not watch. It's, snap. it's not folded yet. I didn't even know what the logo looked like. <laughs> it was. It was a. It was bad. <laughs> Honestly, AAF does not roll off the tongue. AA, 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 AAF. Like NFL, that's like a smooth. Smooth transition. AA enough. is mad hard to say. AA is mad hard. You got to reset. XFL is even like smooth. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. FL. Maybe it's just the FL part. Yeah, but I mean, XFL, it makes sense. A, A, a I feel like I'm with a typewriter and I got to go. It should have been a- AFA. <laughs> AFA. AFA works better. American Football Alliance. Or like. I said the Alliance of American Football. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the things went wrong there. A, a lot of money misallocated. There is reports that the players were paying for their own flights to the to the visiting cities. Um, Jesus. Yeah, the, the the investor who put in like sixty mil, didn't he? More than that, and he put in a quarter a quarter billion, almost two hundred million dollars. And he uh, apparently there's rumors that he was only in it for this app they're developing, and he was one of the people that drove the shutdown of the league because it was basically just a big expense that was making no money. Because the league itself, in terms of rating, it was rating higher than like PGA games or or PGA matches or like hope so. regular season baseball or like um, and again these things are or or a, a, a quarterfinal at the U.S. Open, like they're they're ranking higher than that. So obviously, like NFL Network was playing their games, they were they were doing well in terms of it's a, it's the first year and the product is shit. And they wanted to be a, a real, like, developmental league like the G League is for the NFL. Mm-hmm. The only problem is there's it's there's too much scheme in the NFL. So the NFL Players Association wasn't about it because at the same time as you can make a career like that, you can ruin a career like that. And if you put if you put like a running back who's a bruiser in a system where you have you know a West Coast offense, a lot of swing passes. All of a sudden, his career's done, and he's putting himself on the line for low pay. And there's, there's a, there was just a whole bunch of shit that was too complicated there. It's a shame, 
But it just shows you the power of the NFL. And it shows you, like, that. I mean, football is football. It doesn't matter. It's, it's just the NFL. That's what it is. I feel like the practice squad is sort of like a G League in a way. It's like reserve, kind of. I mean, there's only like eight guys on a practice squad or seven guys on a practice squad. Yeah. It's because they don't play. They don't play games. Like, the, here they would play games. Like, you would actually be developing. No, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, yeah, those dudes don't travel either, I don't think. But it's hard to do that. There's no fundamentals in football. Like, don't get me wrong, there are. But not like how they're the key to the game almost, like, in basketball. Like, if you're in the developmental league in basketball, you can learn how to pass better. You can learn how to make better decisions. If you're in the develop me, uh, developmental league in football, like, you can't enter a football game without really trying to win, like, a real tackle football game. Like, without having a plan, without both coaches having a mindset. I, I feel like football is like a chess game, and having better pieces is great, but it's really the matchup with the coaches. So it's, it's hard to have a developmental league for the NFL. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really fucking care. It's also like a ton of people who you need. Yeah. I mean, that's not a problem, man. The talent pool is... I mean, it was for the product. Like, are you willing to sacrifice the the value of the product for a developmental league? I mean, what do you mean? Like, you're going to need another 53-man roster for... About how many more teams you want to put? Like, even if you want to put eight. like twelve teams or eight teams, yeah, they have eight in the AF. AF. Well, they're doing that in the AF. Like they, it was depleted. Like Christian Hackenberg and Johnny Manziel were starting games. These are, if, if right, you, that's what I'm saying. The product wasn't that good. Right, like those are castoffs in the NFL. But the G League is also the same way. Yeah, but the G League now has turned into developmentally, where like rookies would go down there on two year deals and stuff. It's not like washed up guys going or like guys who got written off from the NBA. I think that's what the, the ultimate goal is, though, like not to have those, those old dudes, the couch surfers, the Fort Lauderdale couch surfers. <laughs> that's a horrible. That's the retirement team, by the way, that I made up. I actually, I'm, I'm jocking that from this, from this uh, NFL guy. Uh, his name is uh, Dan Hansis. He writes an article about the San Diego Graybeards, but I'm like, that's not a good name for a retired team. The Fort Lauderdale couch surfers. Now that is. Speaking Tim's language. Yeah, that's your opinion. Because Fort Lauderdale, that's where people go to retire. That's true. San Diego? No. Exactly. Yeah. No offense to Dan Hansis. Greeks up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like his articles of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, cool. So that's it for the for the AEF. Yeah, literally. Good night. And this AAF segment. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Josh Rosen. Ooh. Where's Josh Rosen gonna end up? Will he end up in New York? Um, I know one hundred dollars gonna end up in my hands. I know that. Hmm? He, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. hold on. I'm I'm not <laughs> trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be a dick when I say this. What did we bet on? We bet. I know that Kyler Murray is getting picked one. I know that was the that was but, the bet. But is and, Josh Rosen and Josh Rosen has to be traded to the Giants or no, to anybody? just anybody. All right, has to be traded, and and, and I will glad gladly pay you the hundred dollars <laughs> for this simple fact. The idea that a coach in his first year as a professional coach, right, yep. can come into the league and make a decision like that is just unreal. You better be very sure that Kyler Murray is a lifetime talent. And especially yeah. because it's someone that people are so skeptical about. Where they're like, oh, no, he's he's lifted at 5'10", but that's fucking bullshit. And then, like, you know, is he really good? Is he this? Is he that? And, like, there's just a lot of controversy around Kyler Murray where it's like, all right, is he going to get... Tr- uh, drafted there And also Is that gonna be Like a 
Aaron Rodgers or a Brady quit situation, if he doesn't go there, is he gonna slide? I don't. I don't see that. I no. No. Not to twenty five. Someone's gonna if he doesn't get picked number the Giants one. Are very someone QB needy. Yeah, someone is going to trade up to yeah, number two. Yeah, but Dwayne two. Haskins has been fucking linked to them. Yeah, that's sure. because they don't have a chance at Kyler. Or I suppose. Look, right. PFF does this. Um, Maybe they like him. He's got a better build. For do you remember? Do you remember um, playing Madden franchises back in the day? And do you would I remember playing. <laughs> and you back would, in the day, Joey's still playing. Like yeah, right when we nah, came in the door. In this, in this turn, in this back in the day, because when you would draft players in your franchise, they'd have this web of overalls where you could judge them on. So that's changed now where you can scout them. See, Tim's way behind the yeah, game. Yeah, I'm, I'm behind. I'm I haven't played you in a while. You can see their 40 time and shit. Yeah, you could scout them. Their I speed. just take the fastest wide receiver <laughs> and just go routes all day. Yeah. but They get grades now. <laughs> PFF <coughs> did some does something like that for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And Kyler Murray literally broke their grading system. Like He was a complete circle around the whole thing like he graded higher than any so you couldn't ever see evaluated. his web it was just like on the perimeter yeah they had to like extend the perimeter for him that's how good he was so like that's the type of talent we're talking about here all right yeah but i'm just saying there's a controversy around him and it's just the idea of we just drafted this right. guy and we're developing him josh rosen i'm talking about in arizona not and to mention the one of the worst head coaches in the league last year, in Steve Wilkes. Yeah, one of the most was there for one year, like right. One of the most vanilla offenses we've seen so far. They led the league in runs up the middle, right? No talent whatsoever. A shitty offensive line. Like the Cardinals were a complete mess last year. Yeah, they were a complete mess. Utter utter chaos. Yeah, right. So all those things considered, you, and you have a quarterback already. Now you're going to trade that quarterback. And take a new one. Mm-hmm. That's a big move for a Giant. rookie coach to make. Not rookie in Arizona. Rookie in the NFL. And just generally, like, he's only coached one year. what Two full <laughs> years besides this. It's it's really crazy that they would give the reins to someone like that. That's why I, I would gladly give you the $100. Because I think that is an anomaly. That will never happen again. That is insane. Yeah, you got to be pretty friggin' sure if you're going to make that move. Like, first round yeah. picks are supposed to contribute on your team. Maybe not necessarily quarterbacks, but they're supposed to be there for like four years as stalwarts. And like, if you're just gonna move on from Josh Rosen after, I don't even think he didn't start the year at quarterback, did he? No, Sam Bradford. Right. So it's like you didn't give him a full year. Yeah. He was behind Bradford, and now you're just gonna kick him to the curb because <coughs> the new sexy thing has come out in Kyler Murray. Like this guy better be light years ahead of Josh Rosen for you to give up on Josh Rosen, especially when you're picking number one overall. Yeah. Also, just real quick before we get into Josh Rosen and where he's going to go, did you hear about the the prank that um, uh, McVay pulled on? Yes. What's his name? I, Cliff? Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury? Dude, that is one of the better not, pranks yeah, I've ever... I did not ever. read that article, but so, I saw. You know, so the, so the, the, they were out to dinner, uh, McVay and Kingsbury? Kings. Kingsbury. I always Cliff fuck Kingsbury. up like Cliff King, bang, bang, <laughs> boom. It's a tongue twister. Kingsbury. Yeah. I still can't say Craig Kimbrell correctly. I really have to concentrate on that one. The guy pitches like an. I say asshole. Craig Crimbrell. Guy's unsigned. Yeah, he's he's nowhere right now. Um, so Kingsbury and Got McVeigh it. went out to dinner with Pat Mahomes, and then McVeigh went his phone and changed his num uh someone's contact oh, that that's they know classic. to Roger Goodell, and then had them send a text message to his phone that said, "You guys are out to dinner with Pat Mahomes. You know you can't do that. That's tampering. You're both losing picks." And then he showed Kingsbury. The, the phone Like he had his friend like, Text him like They're t- We're taking away Arizona's first gotcha, pick gotcha, Yeah gotcha, like gotcha. And we're taking away LA's first pick gotcha, you guys gotcha, are gotcha. tampering Or whatever the fuck 
and he showed him it and he like and then he was like freaked out and he's like and then McVeigh was like I didn't do it for too long because he would have like lost it but I definitely had him. <laughs> That's such a good joke. Yo, April Fool's Day too, man. That's yo flamed him. Sean McVeigh just lives the Yo, changing the name that of guys a, like the perfect of a contact of a like when you need to get out of a situation is definitely a go to. Also just think it's weird that you go out to dinner with if the I coach like, of LA and the coach of fucking Arizona. Very strange, right? Who well, he has ties to yeah. Kingsbury from Texas yeah. Tech. He coached. He coached. Oh, uh, okay. But I don't know where McVay comes in this. I like, mean, if I was Mahomes, I'd be trying to get information from all these people. Sure. Yeah. Young guys, fuck it. You know, it's the same reason, like, why, I don't know. Why you have like, to dinner with a division rival head coach, though? What do you mean? Arizona and St. Eating Louis. Oh, well, not St. Louis. Yeah. LA Rams. I think they, they're they're friends from way back. Isn't isn't Cliff Kingsbury part of the McVeigh coaching tree? I'm not if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I don't know. He's been in college his whole career. All right. Anyway. I don't think so. Josh no. Rosen. I think you're mistaken. Uh, it might be. Josh Rosen. Giants. Patriots. Chargers. Chargers. I think the Patriots and Chargers are intriguing because both those teams need an heir apparent, right? And Rosen kind of fits the mold of Tom Brady. Yo, if Rosen goes to the Patriots, Yo. I'm like, all right, great. Now he's a Hall of Famer. Yo, Fuck. I, I have Rosen going to the Chargers. I think that's the best fit. Yo, they went out and drafted Mike Williams in the first round. They have Melvin Gordon there, who's relatively young still, and Keenan Allen there, who's still relatively young, who will probably be there whenever Philip Rivers decides to hang him up. So, yo, if you have Josh Rosen. Hunter Henry. Yeah, Hunter Henry. You get like two years or a year, whatever it is, behind Philip Rivers. It's great stuff. You get to learn from one of the greats, a Hall of Famer. And then you take over with A1 weapons? Like, bro, if I'm the Chargers, I'm going right after Josh Rosen. The Patriots are kind of in that same boat. And it would be interesting because if the Patriots acquired him, then the big quarterbacks outside of Baker Mayfield, like the, the ones that were talked about, the big three, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, would all be in the NFC AFC East. And they would continue battling for the next Ten or so years, however long. That'd be a pretty good storyline. So that would be a pretty good storyline there. So that would be that would be interesting. Another thing, um, obviously the Giants could use quarterback help, and I think that because of who Josh Rosen is, you could see the Giants like having Eli start, and then Josh Rosen coming in, kind of like a Kurt Warner, Eli Manning situation where he kind of is in the same mold as Eli Manning, pocket passer. You can learn a lot from him. One thing that really intrigued me. The the Raiders seem to be kicking the tires. And they're they just attended a Kyler Murray workout and they attended a Dwayne Haskins workout and it's less, a Drew Locke workout, I mean. And it's just like, dude, if, if Derek Carr's your franchise quarterback, why are you kicking the tires on all these on all these quarterbacks? It's a little fishy. Yeah. You know Gruden loves his quarterback. Like I don't know how guys. common that is in the NFL to be honest. I'm sure the tires are kicked. I guess. You gotta do your little dude. Oh my god, let me try that. Due diligence. I mean, due the diligence on like everyone in the do, draft. Do, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Can't, can't just overlook someone because like, yo, we have our guy. But right. the Jets aren't doing it. I mean, the Jets are freshly removed from. I like, mean, these guys got a quarterback that has a hundred million dollar contract. All right, there's right. way more like security and. But Sam no Darnold rookie than... is gonna help Sam Darnold along in his progression. Like, what is the sense of that? You want a veteran quarterback behind him. You don't want to be drafting a quarterback. Yeah, but you're going to draft a quarterback behind Derek Carr. Derek Carr's been in the league for a few years. Yeah. 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 They've been talking about him like he's going to be the starter. Well, we'll see. We'll check yeah. in on that. Uh, some other news we have. C.J. Anderson signs a one-year deal with the Lions. 
I think this is the first kind of that running back that they've had maybe ever in my life. <laughs> it's been Theo Riddick and fucking. Nah, they had Legarrette Blunt. That's right. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, now they have Carryon Johnson. I think for for Carryon. Wait, uh, is he still there? Yeah, Legarrette Blunt. How many fucking running backs do they have? Theo Riddick's nah, still there Blunt's too, right? not there. Oh, that's. Blunt was on a one year, I think. Yeah, Blunt's not there, but it, it's interesting because what happened was the who they really wanted was Malcolm Brown. The uh the the Rams running back, yeah. They signed Malcolm Brown to an offer sheet, and everyone just assumed C.J. Anderson was going back to the Rams because of what he did. So when, so when Malcolm Brown, uh, they they match the offer sheet on Malcolm Brown when they get him back, C.J. Anderson obviously is teamless, and the the running backs are without a, I mean the Lions are without a running back, so C.J. Anderson's a perfect fit right there. So it's kind of like a well, game of musical running backs. Like you said they have carry on, and I wouldn't say they're without a running back. Well, they're without they they made it clear that they don't want carry on to be a bell cow back yet. They don't think that he can handle it in terms of injuries. So they they want someone to split the load with him. Do you think CJ Anderson still has gas? I mean, he proved it last year. I think he has gas in a limited capacity. Granted, he did have a full workload those two games without Le'Veon or Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley. So I mean, I don't know if that gas will last a full season. He slowed I down. Think the that playoffs. gas tank is a little, you know. The capacity of that gas thing is a little smaller. Yeah, the capacity of the gas. I mean, the he, <laughs> of the gas. he needs to get in shape. If he was off the couch last year, this year he'll have OTAs. He also did say he had camp. some dad weight on him because his wife was going through pregnancy. Right, so, you right, know what right. I'm saying? He was going through some. He'll be better. real life stuff yeah. while being a free agent. He'll be better. I like mm-hmm. CJ Anderson, the dude, so I'm happy for him. Oh, I don't really know anything about CJ. Anderson. <laughs> he's a guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure dude. he's a guy. He's dead. Yeah, he's cool. He said the dude. <laughs> Um, all right. Also, Duke Johnson skips voluntary workouts and he asks for a trade. Uh, I think it sounds like he's pissed off that they signed uh, Kareem Hunt. He's kind of out the door there, I guess. And they have Chubb already there. Well, yeah, know. Chubb, obviously. Yeah. And they probably also said that it's going to be Chubb and Duke Johnson's probably been waiting for his time. Right. And then there was Carlos Hyde before that they signed. And so it's probably like just like Trent you know, Richardson. It's like three all seasons. Crowell. I mean, it's it's just... I mean, if you're Duke Johnson, I think Trent Richardson was way before Duke Johnson. Was he? Uh, probably. I don't know. I thought he got a year there. I mean, if you're Duke Johnson, Camps on Trent Richardson. Um, <laughs> AAF Birmingham Irons. Dead ass. Yeah, he's an AAF guy. Nice. Birmingham Irons. He was struggling though. He scored yeah. three touchdowns in the first game, but then, eh, not so much. Yeah. Um, I will say, if you're Duke Johnson, you're never going to be a starting back. Right. No. You're not. And you're a complimentary. But the Jets back. were involved, right? Yeah. They were a team yeah. listed yes. as potential suitor. Makes no sense. Yes. Makes perfect Jets sense. Jets stay e- away. Why? Jets, Eagles, Texas. Bro, he would be a perfect change of pace to Le'Veon Bell. He Le'Veon Bell is the change of pace. Right, but Le'Veon Bell also hasn't played in football in a year. Yeah, but Elijah Maguire could do it as well. Elijah Maguire That's could true. be that. Nah, but Duke I don't Johnson's see him more as a him. pass catcher. Yeah, like Trent, Trent Cannon as well. Like they, I mean, all right, that's be, a reach. I don't know, yo. I, I honestly think that Duke Johnson would, could fit well in New York. You don't need Elijah Maguire. Why? He's a good player. I like yeah, Elijah but he's Maguire, only, but he's, he can't, he's, not he's only a good player. He's not better than Duke Johnson, dude. You'd rather have Duke Johnson. In terms of his role, he's not. Like, uh, he's Elijah, played in New York, so you can see him progress. And you're like, he's a good player. He's like, well, yeah, cool. But like, if you have Duke Johnson, like this dude can catch the ball. He's, right. a good, he's a good back, dude. He can even play in the slot if you want him to. You've always been a Duke Johnson guy. He's a good player. I like Duke Johnson myself. I don't like, because, like, here's the thing. Players like him and Mark Ingram, right? These are guys that have always been the secondary back, but very productive also. And they can catch the ball. They can do all this shit. So it's like, yo, well, him more so than Mark Ingram. But I think that Duke Johnson 
And Le'Veon Bell, like, who's who would have a better – well, other than New Orleans. Uh, well, not New Orleans anymore. So they would have the best backfield in the league. Duke Johnson is only 25 years old, too. He he looks older, so you assume he's older. He's got a big-ass forehead. Yeah, he's he looks like an old man. He went to he went to Miami, huh? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yo, he, know that. he could catch the ball, man. And, yo, think about it. If you ha- Le'Veon Bell and him are kind of like the same, except Le'Veon's a better runner, obviously. But like, yo, but could, think he's about a third down back. Bro, they're interchangeable. Like, if you put Duke in the slot, you can have Le'Veon line up. In the backfield, put that too. Kind of have Duke line up in the backfield, put Le'Veon on the slot. Like they're they're so interchangeable. It'd be so dynamic. You're always talking about like yo, you want change and like the change in football and like innovation. Like that would be innovation at its finest. I also especially th- for a young quarterback and a new head coach. I also think that he's a good fit in Philadelphia as well because mm-hmm. they had 400 running backs and made it work somehow. Well, they the just Super Bowl. right. They also just got Jordan Howard too. We should talk about that too. They, we we talked about last week. Oh shit, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I've been out for a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you could yeah, put your two senses. I, I like the. No, nah, I was just gonna attack. That, that was my only. Thing. I really don't see him as a fit there. But I mean, hey, maybe. But yeah. I mean, they got a lot of backs. They do. They, they got, got Josh Allen still. They, the, yeah. Darren Sproles is technically a free agent, but they have Corey Clement. Um, Wendell I'm Smallwood. just saying they they've had 15 running backs and made it work they before. Make it work. Yeah. So you know whatever. But I don't think he would want to go to that situation. It sounds like this dude wants to get on the field because I still think that Kareem Hunt is suspended for half the fucking season, so he would still get a lot of burn. And I mean, who's to say Nick Chubb could not pan out? Who knows? He nah. had a good season. Oh, I'm just saying it could happen where like he's not doing well. So you get your shot. There's eight yeah. games. You're going to be the secondary guy anywhere you go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Though. Oh, well, you yeah, yeah. That's yourself. his role. That's his role. He's never going to be a bell cow. Like, I don't think it's wait. out of the question to say that Duke Johnson could outperform Nick Chubb. It could happen. We I haven't seen a, like, a, an insane amount of Nick Chubb. In terms of running the ball, I think it's out you of the think, question. Oh, yeah. You I, think yeah. that Duke Johnson can outperform Nick Chubb? Why not? I think that's great. Yo, they're gonna throw the fuck out of that ball, and like Duke Johnson's a better fit in a throwing offense. I don't know Nick, Nick Chubb can catch, not like Duke Johnson. Sure, but you, you think that's not out of the question? Is I my think, point? I think, it's I think it might be. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, I I will say this: Nick Chubb is a clearly a better running back. But I don't. I don't think that in an offense where they're like, "Yo, we're young, let's just." Throw I mean, this we'll thing. see. They got like so many new toys there, so who knows? Odell. I don't. I, yeah, Jarvis. that's the thing. I, who knows if they if they're gonna go year to, to a baker where they're swinging the ball out all the time. Freddie yeah. Kitchens is first year head coach. That's why I kind of want. I'm kind of disappointed in this. If I'm a Browns fan, if I'm a Duke Johnson fan, I want. I know, to stay like in. this is finally like where things yeah. are finally starting to like, fall into place. Now Kareem Hunt after eight games probably take your place. Well, there's no reason that's for the all problem. three of them. Right. But the thing that's weird is that would you would you, you'd rather you rather have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb on your team? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah. Why? Because the you know now well, you have a cream yeah. hunters for now you, cheap for yeah, no money. So. No, no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about like moving forward, not this season. I mean, you're not getting from eight games, but I'm saying like if you'd only have two of them, you take Kareem Hunt, obviously. But you don't want to, to have a, a change of pace, or you'd rather have Nick Chubb. I would rather right now have Nick Chubb more than Kareem Hunt in general. I think that Nick, as of right now, the Nick Chubb no. is the. But I think that that's I only because of off no. the field stuff. Yo, if that stuff didn't exist, you're taking Cream Hunt and Simon Close. I have to agree with that. Also, I've seen Nick Chubb be productive in a terrible offense. I've only seen Kareem Hunt be productive. That offense was really good when Freddie Kitchens took over. But he was productive before then. Like, he was productive even when he wasn't getting the starts. Who's that? Chubb. Chubb. Oh, well, yeah, but he had El Guapo in this way. And he he was doing it a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And on the other hand, Kareem Hunt, yeah, like, I know what he can do. He's a great player, but... We've only seen him in, in an Andy Reid 
I mean, offense. that doesn't take away from what he's done, though. For me, I'd rather have if I'm the Browns, I'd rather have Nick Chubb. Like I, I for me, if when Kareem Hunt comes back, he's he's the change of pace back, not Chubb, easily. I don't easily. know. Oh, you think that Nick uh, Chubb takes the majority of the snaps? Without a doubt, maybe this season. Yeah, but I mean, he's gonna have to. Hunt only has on a one year deal, so he'll he'll get out of that. Yes. He's a yeah. Chubb is the guy there. Yeah, you're not wrong, and I'm sure that Nick Chubb is going to get more of the snaps because he's he's not going to be able to fucking he can't go to camp, right? Can he? I'm not. He probably can. Hunt. He probably playing the preseason too. I bet. Cream Hunt. I, I, maybe. I probably. Don't know. I'm. I'm I, not don't know. As, I don't know if it was one of those like. Serious. It's an eight game suspension. That's all I know. He'll probably play in the preseason. I I wouldn't be. I would be surprised if he's suspended from camp. Yeah, yeah you can't be. Yeah. Well, that's, that's weird. Your shape, you know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you can't have contact with the team and shit. I don't know. That's true. But that's like during the seasons. You know, that's when he. No, I'm saying. Can you practice during the season? That I don't know. That's a good question. Um, break uh, break I, down the barriers right now. Yeah, I think you got to just. You got nothing for me. I think you just got to be out. <laughs> um, <coughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, but I'm a big Duke Johnson guy. I think he's good. But if he does move, um, also the Texans were another team. Could be a cool fit for him. Now. That's. Now I'm intrigued because no, yeah, yeah, Lamar Miller sucks, uh, and right, he's just no, he doesn't suck. He's just okay. Yeah, he's done. He he's he's a, he was okay, and he's now a, he's old and okay. Tim is not even gonna let the Miami backfield like move to Texans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the all Miami boys right there. That's true. Lamar Miller, what Miami. I, I want to see Miami. Dante Foreman and Duke Johnson together. Now that's a now that's, that's a another guy. Dante Foreman I think has bo- been out there. Ever. I think two I think Lamar Miller and him are both 800 yard backs. I just think Dante like, Foreman I wish he would be out there but he hasn't been out there since turning pro. You know what I'm saying? Like at least Lamar Miller's healthy. Yeah, I got Lamar, Lamar Miller got a special place in my heart for that. That was that Monday night 99 yard scamper. Yeah. In like one of the last weeks of fantasy regular season, put me right through in the playoffs and a monster comeback. <laughs> Yeah, I so, think you know what I'm saying? I got love for Lamar Miller. Not didn't do anything the rest of the game though. No. <laughs> not that I think Duke Johnson is Alvin Kamara, because I do not think that. But I do think if you gave him like a serious look of like we're gonna throw this guy the ball a lot. That yeah, a, but he'll never player. be able to run the ball like Alvin Kamara. No, so. absolutely not. I'm saying as far as in the air, like if you threw the ball to him a lot, I think you can make plays. And I think that's the that's where the NFL is going. We're throwing to the running backs more. I, see I more think as he's a, a good one. As a Darren Sprolesy. And Darren Sproles is awesome. Darren Sproles is awesome. So like, I mean, I think Duke Johnson is awesome too. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they, but, I think we're all in the same boat of his awesomeness. It's just where would he fit elsewhere? Yeah, I think Houston would be a good a good spot. Yeah, I, I like that spot. I like it the most, but I would love him on the Jets. Tim thinks otherwise, I guess. But whatever. Yeah. Elijah McGuire works for me. I love Elijah McGuire too. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Oh, and uh, last but not <laughs> least, we have. Um, Aaron Rodgers. So, I believe we've talked about before that Aaron Rodgers doesn't fuck with his family or whatever, and he's kind of a psycho. But now it's all kind of confirmed. So yeah, so Tim texted this article today, like you know, Bleacher. He's like, hey, you guys must read this. And uh, yeah, it pretty much broke down like the tenure of Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers and how it went from people inside um, the organization, from personnel, like organization personnel, to player personnel. And it was kind of. An interesting read to say the less. Yeah, I mean, to, At least. to summarize it up, to summarize it on the McCarthy side, um, he started out hot. First of all, people are saying Aaron Rodgers and, and Mike McCarthy did not like each other from the very beginning. Specifically, Aaron Rodgers didn't like Mike McCarthy because when Mike McCarthy was 
the offensive coordinator for the 49ers, he specifically came out and said, I think Alex Smith is better than Aaron Rodgers. And we all know that Aaron Rodgers was in that green room and he was supposed to be the first pick overall. And then all of a sudden he has to wait until pick number 24. And him with his California spiky hair. (laughs) He had like frosted tips too. Yeah, frosty tips. He was getting ready to tug Roger Goodell. And every pick that went by, every hour that went by. Tug him or hug him? Hug him. Well, I thought you said tug too. I heard a tug. Damn. I mean, if you're the number one overall pick, he's very happy. Should be getting tugged. Maybe a little tug here or there, and things would have been different. (laughs) But look, he's been carrying a chip on his shoulder ever since, and specifically for Mike McCarthy and. What happened was Mike McCarthy, uh, he had a system in place. The system was working, and he refused to change it. And what was happening is Aaron Rodgers, once he got his deal, got in the huddle and started changing plays on the fly to the point where they said that this year that one-third of the plays were Aaron Rodgers' plays. and Change from the huddle. Change. A lot of crazy stories, man. A lot of crazy stories coming out of this. Um one of them was that uh, he would just Jeff Janis, if you guys remember, he caught that hail mary in the playoff game. He, Aaron Rodgers, legit drove him out of the league. It sounded like from this yeah. article, uh, he would dog him out every single day. He would uh, insult him. He would be on his bad side. Uh, there was one time where Greg Jennings was on the field. And Who? Greg Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> so he was on the field. And he, he was running a lot of short routes, and the cornerback goes, what's good? Why are you only running short routes? And It was Carlos Rogers of the 49ers. Right, there you go. And and he goes, you know how it goes, contract here. And Aaron Rodgers is passing by, and he said, yeah, well, next year maybe you should get him. Talking to Carlos Rogers. At that point, the relationship with severed. Jennings, who, who had him over his house for Thanksgiving, severed. Uh, what Joe was talking about before, uh, Aaron Rodgers tweeted a link to help victims of the fire, and Jordan Rodgers, his bachelor-slash-brother, um, said, you know, you haven't even checked on our mom whose house is going to burn down. She was alone. Uh, so it gives you a sense of who he is in terms of the family. Um, a lot of crazy stories. This is on Bleacher Report. It's called uh, What Happens to the Packers. Um, it's a it's a tremendous read, and it gives a little insight about who Aaron Rodgers is. And it, 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 is, it brings up a lot of important questions like, do you have to be a leader in order to be a great player? Like, can we consider Aaron Rodgers a goat if he's a dickhead to everyone and his and his teammates don't fuck with him? Yeah, you can't. We can. There are, there are players that fucked with him in that article, though. <coughs> Here's right. what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Right? Because yeah, because in the article there were some back and forth. There were some weird things though. Because like Tim was talking about, like he would change the plays. So he would get into the huddle and and you know he told St. Brown, young wide receiver, yo run a post on this play. But the play called for a flag route, and he listened to Rodgers instead of McCarthy because he has heard that, you know, Rodgers has froze some players out where he just kind of like won't throw their way. A la Janice. Yeah, Janice. Where is she, an example. You know, yeah, where they said like he would like just dog if for whatever reason give him a hard time. But so St. Brown runs a post and pressure is on Rodgers. So Rodgers throws it out of bounds towards the like the flag route. So now it looks like St. Brown just route. ran the wrong route. It wasn't paying attention, so he gets treated out by his position coach. That just makes for a bad situation for everyone. So shit like that, when you change plays, you know, and, and football etiquette and, like, teammate etiquette, St. Brown's not going to be like, well, he told me to, like, you're this is grown men, you're professional, you don't do that. So it's like you just take, but, but it's fucked up, you know, because, like, 
you're throwing the flag. You told me to run a post though, you <laughs> yeah. know. And it's like because of the pressure. Now I look like an asshole, you know. So it's it's just it's just not good. And to your point, Tim, where you're asking, can you can you be considered a great player um, if you're not a great leader? I think absolutely. It depends. It depends what you know you mean by that. Because there are players that maybe they're just like soft spoken, so they're not going to be like a, a a voice in the locker room or anything like that. And they can be great players, you know. But this, what Rodgers is doing. It affects everybody, especially because you're the quarterback. Like you have a bad relationship with your coach throughout the entire thing, and we've seen it, especially this past season, of like, yo, they have the personnel, they're a good team. We thought they were gonna win the Super Bowl, and they just can't put it together. And it's because now we know it's just not good over there. The people in this article, one person was quoted as saying that this this team. The Packers should be like seven championships deep right now. And that the reason why they're not is because of Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers and the relationship that they have. And Ted Thompson, who's the GM there, kind of sitting on his hands. And it's an interesting case because a lot of the time we see these great players as great leaders, right? Drew Brees, Tom Brady, two guys that come to example of guys who really lead their team. And what we don't see is we don't see... We don't, we see, I'm sorry, we do see as well, though, is guys like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Aaron Rodgers, guys that are remarkable talents, but it doesn't matter that they're not leaders. It doesn't matter that they're dickheads because the dickhead in them brings out a competitive drive that is unmatched and that allows them to be great. So it's this conundrum of... In order to be one of the greatest, do you have to be? Because LeBron, by all accounts, good teammate, right? By all accounts, leader. On the other side, Kobe, not so much. Kevin Durant, not so much, right? Tom Brady, great leader. Leader of men. Aaron Rodgers, not so much. Um, Michael Jordan, complete dickhead. Kobe Bryant, complete dickhead. Steve Young, leader of men, right? And it's just like, where does that, where does that come, the leadership? Like, how important is it in the team dynamic? And how is it important is it for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who's obviously the centerpiece of that franchise, to also be the leader of men? I think that a team needs someone. And, you know, specifically, like, you know, when it was working out for the Packers, it was like, okay, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be the leader of this team. He's going to lead our offense because he's the quarterback, but he's not going to be the, you know, voice or whatever. Uh, in the article, they, they TJ Lang was one of the people they cited as, like, very outspoken and would say whatever. So when you have a, a powerful voice that has his heart in the right place, like, I think it works out. But <coughs> when he goes away, John Kuhn was another people, uh, another person they put in the Josh article. Josh Sitton, another old lineman with TJ Lang. Yeah, Josh Sitton also. They said they would speak up. And they'd be the voices. So as long as there's that. But once they're gone, right. and it's just the guy we have to look at because he holds the ball every play is not a good teammate, then, you know, it can't be about you. It has to be about the team. There has to be someone on the team that is like that, you know? And, like, Jordan or Kobe or, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Jordan and Kobe are, are kind of, like, anomalies in a way because they were. it was really, like, a just a – 
honestly like a crazy competitive edge that they had. They like, won too. I think that's the biggest difference. Like they are they're perennial champions. Yeah, they they proved that they could do it, and and I mean they're fucking top five all time players. You know whatever, blah blah blah. Uh, but <clears throat> you put up with the dickheadedness of it, and it's more so like they'll push you to a certain edge. Like I don't think that Kobe Bryant was on purpose not passing you the ball. I just think he was like, I'm the best player on this team. I'm going to shoot this ball, which is a different mentality of, I'm just not going to throw at this dude because I don't fuck with him. You know, that's different. That's petty. Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan are more so like, I'm the best player on this team on this earth. Like, I'm taking the shot, you know? And like, that could get, that could bother some people also, but it's like, I mean, he is one of those people. You know, so when he makes it, you're like, oh my God, he's Kobe Bryant. When he misses it, you're like, it's a fucking asshole. I'm fucking open. I'm standing right here, you know? But for someone like Aaron Rodgers being like, I'm just not going to throw Jeff Janis the ball for the next two weeks or I'm going to be on his ass for no reason. And it's not because I'm trying to make him better. It's literally just because I don't like him. Yeah. That is very different. I think like things change like after 2015. I know those guys you named sitting, uh, CJ Lang, John Kuhn, also throwing BJ Raji. Like, they were there since, like, 2008, 2009, uh, a few years after Rodgers got in the league, or about the time. Actually, not. He was starting. But, you know, he was only a couple years started by that time. Those guys left in, like, 2015, and they were tenured veterans, and all they knew was Green Bay Packers. Once those guys leave, Aaron Rodgers is the longest tenured player, the only Packer lifer there. Charles Woodson was also named in that group where he was a leader for the time he was there. Once he leaves, it's like like Tim said, like players and coaches too, to an extent, look to you as, all right, you're the guy now. Like you're, you've been here the longest. It's time for you to take a leadership role. You're, you know this organization through and through. Take that role. Whereas it didn't turn out that way. He got his contract extension, uh, and Jermichael Finley was one of those guys cited as well, who who was one of his buddies supposedly through his Packer tenure, and then was cut off. He said once you gave him two hundred million. That was it. Like, Rodgers thought, yo, I can call the plays now. I can go out and tell them who to sign. I could pick my who I'm throwing to. I could do all this stuff. And that's how it's been since, like, 2015. And it's caused a rift. Like, they talk about him audibly out of the run a lot. And Ryan Grant, a running back back in the day for the Packers, said, that's that's the only time I hated, I hated him because he was so great. Like, his talent – is so superior that you have to love him. Like, fans, all they see is what's happening on the field. Like, they love him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he produces wins. He has us in the playoffs just about every year. This is the first time they face back-to-back losing seasons since, the, like, 1990. So, they don't know bad quarterback play. It's like the Colts. They had Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. They had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. So, they've been spoiled. And now this shit comes out. It's just like, yo, he audibles out of the run. Players, you know, Ryan Grant spoken about that. I know how for how many episodes have we come on here and Tim you're like yo Aaron Jones is a fucking beast like feed this guy yeah like why won't they give him the ball they do want to give him the ball Rodgers has other ideas like he's audibly out of place like you said one third of the time so I mean I don't know what to think of this really at the end of the day I don't think you have to be a great leader to be a great player like he's still gonna be a Hall of Famer he's still out there slaying the rock granted it's to Devontae Adams what yeah. 65% of the time he was one, so, one target shy of the league lead last year Julio Jones right Right. So he's the only guy he clearly has his trust with since Cobb is gone now. Jordy Nelson, his lifelong back shoulder guy, is gone now. Um, and yeah, Jermichael Finley. Like he, the list goes on and on of guys who have he built a rapport with who were veterans, and their time has you know 
come and gone. Now it's the rookies. It's St. Brown. And he, it, it's he, other guys. Yes. And he's, yeah, MC, uh, Van Valdez Scantling. It's just like he's refusing, like, like you say with McCarthy and his playbook, where he, he refused to adapt and evolve. Like, it's almost like Rodgers re- refusing to adapt and evolve with the time. And right? It, he's not letting the young guys come in and make a, make a, a sta- you know, make a, an impression on them. He's like, nah. Straight to Monte Adams. Like, they don't want to run the play? Nah. All offseason, too, he's just been like, I missed the past, and like he put a he put a quote from um, the Shawshank Redemption about how the place is a lot darker without my buddy here after Randall Cobb got uh, signed by the Cowboys and after Jordy Nelson retired or something like that, and he and he started his press conferences on the in the NFL award shows like you know change is difficult and like that's a person that's in the past that's a person who's mourning the loss of people and, won't move on. Right, we'll yeah. move on. And he's still pissed off because they got rid of his quarterbacks coach. Um, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Uh, Van Pelt was his last name. I can't remember his first name. But they they got rid of him because I, I think McCarthy was a little jealous. And to be fair to Aaron Rodgers, they do not paint a good picture of, of Mike McCarthy. They show him as a person who had success and then. Let Aaron Rodgers get to the point where he thought he was the man and that he could do whatever he wanted. You need to manage that. Yeah. Like, that's your job. Everyone in the article was... Literally kind of, your job. It was unanimous in the in the article. Like, everyone was kind of like, Mike McCarthy's just not that good. Yeah. Not that good of a coach. You're talking about a guy who on Saturday meetings would go and get a massage in his office instead of uh, attend the practices. Player said that he often wasn't present at drills. And it, it created a an environment of hostility where if he's eating you out for not eating you out, chewing you out for not doing something, if he's eating you out for not doing something, then like That's maybe. That's kind of a dope coach. Yeah, right? <laughs> 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 where was I even going now? Now, now? now I just have an image of, of like Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy like just fucking ass deep in Aaron Rodgers. Jesus. Just like tongue inside. Oh, my gosh. Um. I'm sure that relationship would be going a lot better if that was the case. I mean, depends on how his ass eating skills are, you know, <laughs> like groceries or what. Anyway, <laughs> um, like, and he refused to change his offensive scheme, and then he gave Aaron Rodgers that power. And then once that power got out of control, they they likened it to AI. They said artificial intelligence. Artificial, artificial intelligence. Right. Like you let these computers start learning, and all and all of a sudden they're going to take the learning beyond what you expect. And that's kind of what Aaron Rodgers was. He was kind of like, um, what what do they call the the robots in the Terminator? You guys remember? No. Uh, the, the the Terminator robots. The bad guys. The bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> the guys, the silver guys. So now he's become like a silver guy. And it's interesting <laughs> because because now it's it's Matt Lafleur, man. Not, and and you have a guy like Who's I, a few years older than him. I think thirty nine, and Rodgers thirty five. A few years older than him. Aaron Rodgers has been known for if you're not smarter than him, he doesn't respect you. Yo, so he, he said McCarthy be. had the lowest IQ of any coach he's ever had in his life. And he's like, I'm not listening to that dude. So he better be. He better be. And then on top of that, like, they didn't even ask him if he was okay with it before they hired him. Uh, their new team president called Aaron Rodgers and like, hey, this guy's our new head coach. Uh, don't be the problem. And that was their conversation. And Aaron Rodgers didn't have a response to that. So it's going to be interesting. Like, Aaron Rodgers is already a little bit of a diva. In your, uh, in your like attempt to check him, are you actually making things worse? Right. You know, by not asking him about the next head coach. 
it's an interesting dynamic because that's a team that's going to have a chance to win the division this year. I don't know. Could it have, could it have been? Uh, you know, I'm just gonna. I'm never gonna listen to this guy because he passed up on me. Well, that's what it was it from the jump. It was well, like saying, I don't like this so, guy already. So is the problem gone? Is like uh, clearly Aaron Rodgers is a whiny bitch and a sensitive man. Like clearly sensitive was a word that was used a ton in that article. Yeah. Yeah. So clearly that is that is evident. So now that McCarthy's gone, is it like, all right, well, I proved that guy wrong. We got him out of town and I'm here. He's not. So now are you going to play nice or are you still going to be just like this fucking dickhead? Because, you know, you can't throw to Devontae Adams 900 times a game. It's not going to. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be the same egotistical individual that he is. Like, no, I one agree. thing doesn't change. Uh, hiring, firing doesn't change who you are as a person. I agree. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Your original question, I think, to frame it a little differently, I think that <coughs> you um, not being a good leader doesn't necessarily it's, – it's not a necessity to be a great player, but I do think as a quarterback to be a – to not be a bad leader, that – Mm, how do I make this sentence work? It would affect the team. Yeah, you know, like does it does it make does it, can you have a good team if you're a bad leader? I don't think so, and I think we're seeing that because their team is good and they have good players, but clearly this is affecting everyone, and it's affecting it's honestly stunting the growth of rookies as well. Yeah, like when we, these stories about you know St. Brown and like the younger guys, it's like. Yeah, this is going to stunt the growth of these guys because now you're forcing them to choose between the coach who is you are told all through your entire life yeah. they have the final say, and then you get to the league, and now this guy who is one of the most talented quarterbacks ever, he's calling different shots, and you know they don't like each other. You don't know where to go. And then now you're making d- bad decisions. And, you know, like... And you're caught between a rock and a hard place because Aaron Rodgers has been known to, if you don't listen to him, shut, shut you, you out. off. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do? Do you listen to the quarterback and get shut out by the... By the quarterback, by the quarterback, by, by the coach, I mean, or do you listen to the coach? You get shut up by the quarterback. What would you do? And when you're a fifth, I don't know. I know. And you're a fifth round pick, dude. I gotta go coach. You're fighting for your spot. I go coach. You can't go coach. I have to. You can't. How can you not? Not when you're a fifth year player. I mean, a fifth round pick, like Equinemius St. Brown is. But think about this that post corner, that post route, that's worse. Than not Yo, getting when the ball. He, when if he, I'm open, you're going to f- see me open on film. Like coaches and shit. Like, yo, we'll get this guy at a discount. Like, he's getting open. Rodgers is not throwing to him. But if you are running the wrong route constantly, I don't, why would I want you on my team? You don't pay attention. That's what I'm saying. And and once he ran that post route and he threw the flag, McC- they said McCarthy knew right away. Like, yo, it's just got to stop. Yeah. Like, and he, said, it, you he listen, knew it was Rodgers. You got to listen to me, not him. But that puts, yo, when you're a rookie, that's such a... <laughs> Cause yo, if you're har- if your quarterback tells you to do something and yeah. there's seven seconds left on the play clock and you got to get to the outside, yeah, what, what do I do? What are you gonna do? You're gonna not gonna run what the quarterback tells you to run? Of course you are. Yeah, you actually you're right. You're there when you're in the huddle. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm out. On the He's field, the one man. throwing the ball, not the coach. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But then I, mean, when, I feel you. But when just... he pulls some shit where he tells you to run a post and then he throws the flag that you were supposed to run, that's some shit. That's that's fucked up. It's diabolical right. in a sense. You know. If you're looking at it from like a, a purposeful perspective. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting, Green Bay. That whole NFC North is an interesting division. Yeah. Yo, honestly, Chicago, did you think it was weird that they got rid of it? Like, what are you going to do? It's like, like straight up Cohen now. Yeah, but like. Talking about Jordan Howard? 
Yeah. They got Mike Davis. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was going to say, we're going to give the ball to fucking Tariq Cohen? Like, no, nah, they signed Mike Davis. Not, oh, did you hear that? That was yeah, on my throat. Yeah. You hungry? Yeah, I don't know what that was. Gotta Mike Davis it, was on Seattle, right? Yeah. He, he, All right. he played well. That's cool. I mean, I, I think they just I want to that. feature Tariq Cohen more. That was a hard jump to, to Jordan Howard there. I got confused for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you brought up to the rest of the division. Yeah. yeah, that's why I talked about the, the Bears. I mean, the the Vikings could bounce back. The Lions could be better. They're building a... I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions have a top five run defense next year with Trey Flowers and Snacks on that defensive line. And then you have the Bears, who were the most improved team in the league last year. You better You better get your shit together before you find yourself in last place in that division. Because you could easily can. So you got to make a choice now because talking you, about the Packers, yeah, nah, not with Rogers at the home, never. That's what, it, but they were six and nine last year. Rogers at the home, so like, but if, also dinged up Rogers with the knee. Sure, and that and that and that matters. But a lot of it also was a lot of people were saying like he was doing things despite Mike McCarthy. So one of the big things that we actually talked about on the show was that Aaron Rodgers was only throwing downfield. He wasn't taking any checkdowns, and that was a big problem because he would he was trying to show. Um, up Mike McCarthy calling a long play instead of a short run and then trying to go bombs and he would make these little adjustments that the rookies would not have any idea what he was doing so that's why he would keep feeding Devontae Adams and it was just like it's a it's a vicious cycle and if they don't watch out if this continues look last place in that division is not the question but neither is first place and that's what's the craziest part about this team besides the Lions I can see everyone being in first in their division. Oh, the Lions got better. Yeah, I just don't like the Lions. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're yeah. just like an eh team. Yo, quick shout out to Matt Stafford, though. His wife had that brain tumor, so I just want to say stay strong. Emergency surgery? Yeah. It's tough on anyone. They, that, there's no word if she's all right yet, right? Uh, I haven't seen anything. I know from yeah. the Lions Instagram, they said, you know, everything's fine. Uh, the Stafford family would appreciate some privacy. Well, she posted... She posted herself like a picture of when they found out she had a brain tumor. So it's not, I don't think it was emergency Yo, surgery, but God just going bro. through all that is tough. I can't imagine getting know, that news. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Knock um, on wood wherever you're at and thank your lucky stars that's not you. And if it is you, we, we are praying for you here in VM. Yeah, but that's all I have for the NFL updates. Um, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Patrab on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real. Real frisky. Um, at BrotoFF.com and BrotoFantasy.com for all of your off-season uh, fantasy football needs. I'm not going to lie. We've been having guests on there like Wildfire every week. We have another big-time name from the fantasy industry. Come check us out on anywhere. Well, on iTunes and SoundCloud for right now. Uh, Broto Fantasy Podcast. Broto Fantasy Football Podcast. Excuse me. And the Broto Dugout. Out, at Broto Dugout on Twitter Let's for go. all your fantasy baseball stuff. Michael's still out here with the fantasy baseball boss. I know you like that. That is Shady, my insider. Yeah. Not even Shady. He should be a lot of people's insiders. Michael's be. the best fantasy be. baseball player I've ever seen. Hmm? Michael, my brother. He's the best fantasy baseball player. I split a team with him every year. I don't do anything. He just does it, and, and we split money every year. <laughs> That's, <good for> <laughs> That's great. Up. Uh, at Individual27 on Twitter and the gram. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Joe Santagato. Go follow the show at Veterans Minimum on all social media and our Patreon, patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum for more content. And that is all. See you guys next time. Yeah, do it again.